Welcome to Sarah HQ Podcast. It is your girl Sarah Izeyamu and I'm super, super glad to be here on another episode. In today's episode, we have someone special here with us. Her name is Christine De Souza. So Christine has been helping people better their lives through health and fitness for over 20 years. She specializes in weight loss, stress management, and cultivating a healthy mindset. Kristen is the creator of the You Boss Experience, a self-development and weight loss journey that helps busy people implement sustainable, healthy lifestyle changes, all while taking back authority over their mind, body, spiritual life, and 24-hour day through nutrition, exercise and creative expression christine is a speaker known for mingling music comedy and entertainment with her message of non-negotiable health and inspires companies to improve productivity through vitality she's the hostess of the you boss honor your body spiritual wellness retreat and you boss one day discovery transformation she's a wife mother of two and has personally lost over 80 pounds. She loves every weave of her home and professional life. She believes in constant self-development and is energized by seeing her clients succeed in health and happiness. Welcome, Christine, to the podcast. Thank you so much for choosing to join this podcast. Hi, Sarah. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm really excited about this and excited to share our message today. Yes. And and today we'll be talking about personal health as a foundation for building your business and purpose. So, Christine, has it always been personal health all this while? Has your story, like, did you just stumble into personal health coaching? How did it all start? How did you start your business and your career? Well, it really takes me back when you ask me that question because it almost seems like another lifetime ago <laughs> before I started this this particular portion of my journey. But I actually have a background in dance education and performance. So I... Uh-oh. Grew up dancing. I went to college for dance education and performance, and then I danced professionally a little bit, uh, and continued to do that for a little while before I actually changed over from being a starving artist to <laughs> to a, a health professional. And it's really interesting because when I was younger, I wouldn't step foot in the gym. I was much like a lot of my clients felt at one point, you know, I had labeled myself as a dancer and that, you know, I don't need the gym. I don't do the gym, but it was really because I was a little bit intimidated. You know, I could do all kinds of crazy things with my body, but if you put me in the gym environment, um, I didn't know what to do with the weights. I didn't know what to do with my, myself. It was overwhelming, you know, even to work out at home, you know, it was always just dance was was my life and I didn't really (laughs) identify with exercise and working out and nutrition and and that part of it. It was always a, it was a physical experience for me, but it was more about creative expression and discipline than anything else. So over time, 
I think because that was my expertise in body awareness and body movement, I did transition from dance and choreography into fitness. And I started off actually teaching classes because that's where, you know, back in that time, it was more, and actually it's actually made a comeback now too, but it was a lot of, you know, all the, the workout classes were a lot of choreography based, right? And less of this like CrossFit style. It was, it was, it was a lot of choreography and physical movement, exercise movements, but it was it was a little bit different, you know, and so that was a natural progression for me to move into health and fitness. But I'd say that my root and my motivation was just that it was it was like, okay, that's what I know. I know how to use my body. I can do that. I can create I can I can, you know, move this. But as I started to transition and get the real understanding and the real meaning of the opportunity of working with people, um, you know, in groups and one-on-one on their health, my motivation totally changed. You know, once I realized how much I can actually impact the quality of a person's life through what I was doing with my career. And then from there, I quickly, you know, transitioned fully into health and fitness. Um, so it had been one journey for you, the whole transition and everything. So along the journey, I know, because I know in in business, there will always be challenges. So what kind of challenges have you faced so far as a personal health coach? Well, of course, you know, as a business builder and, you know, being a, a personal health coach, it's it's definitely a challenge because it's not one of those nine to five jobs that usually will show up and then they just pay you and then you go, you know, you do your job and you go home, you know, especially certain aspects of it. You know, if you're not in a managerial position and you're in a training position, then you have to kind of make this uh, patchwork for your, for your life to be able to make ends meet. So it's definitely an art when it comes to when it comes to to that part of it but you know one of the main things that has anchored me even deeper into my purpose throughout health and fitness has actually been through the physical challenges that I have faced and the health challenges that I faced that the ones that people don't really see you know they didn't necessarily see them on me and I know that there's so many people right now that we interact with every day that are going through similar challenges, but they're not brought to light. They're not being discussed. They're not being talked about. You know, I, I have conversations with people every single day and it just blows my mind. The amount of conversations I have that start with all that they're going on going through physically mentally and emotionally so it's actually pretty it's pretty intense it can be pretty intense but for me i can i can give you some of the challenges that i had gone through which have been difficult but have actually helped me and helped a lot of my clients for me having to have gone through them so for one I went through, you know, a particular period of time where I was I was sick every day and it was for a couple of years actually. And over time I was able to figure out what the problem was, but there I was. I was at this point I was actually managing a, a 
a fitness center and and I always would laugh at the contradiction because there I was supposedly the face of, of health, right? Leading members in their transformational journeys. But then there I was like so sick a <laughs> day after day, oh, but yeah. a brave, a brave face. But you know, just some of the things I suffered with were a mold allergy, which I had no idea could affect anybody so severely with like literally daily chest pain. And uh, I also found out during that period of time that I had celiac disease. And so I was sick for a year going to doctor after doctor for a year and they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And actually I only figured it out because I had some friends who had celiac and I said, hey, can you just test me for this? Mm. And they tested me and they were like, oh yeah, that's what you have. <laughs> You know, but that's, you know, of course it suppresses your immune system, your body's attacking itself, you know, and then of course there's the digestive, digestive issues that go along with it, which are a lot of fun. And during the same time, I actually got Lyme's disease and mm. I didn't know it. I got tested for Lyme's, but it was actually a false negative. And I didn't find out that until the second time I got Lyme's, which was two years ago, because when they tested me, it actually showed up that I had a prior infection. And at that point in time, I actually was so sick that I had to quit my jobs because I couldn't stand. I mean, I literally could not stand and wash dishes for 10 minutes wow. without, you know, severe pain. And, you know, it was, it was a crazy time. And then, you know, not, the, you know, the, the kicker that really, really got me to the core of what I teach when it comes to, when it comes to businesses and personal journeys is quality of life. And the way I came to this was that I actually ended up getting a tumor oh. on my liver and this tumor, we found it by accident. And wow. when the doctors looked at it, they said, oh, okay, you have a tumor. We don't know if it's cancerous or not, but we're not going to mess with it because if we try and do a bi biopsy, it could bleed and cause more problems. So we're just going to watch it and see if it grows. Hmm. So for two years, we watched this and wow. that that really took a toll and I had to make some tough choices on my what I was going to do with my mindset right because I could just curl in a ball and say oh my gosh I have cancer right even mm. though that was not a fact or I could get up every day and practice what I preach and what I teach to my clients so that was a really a really <laughs> tough tough point in time for me you know to to journey through that and you know the the truth of the matter is there's more there's more people than we know dealing with these silent struggles every day you know that just wears on us every day so yeah so those are some of the <laughs> the struggles that I you know I've had on my journal journey but they've also been the thing that has you know like I said helped me grow 
And also being able to, you know, because I've had to kind of explore all that and dive into all that and go through all that, you know, eventually I ended up having a surgery and having the, the um, tumor removed and thankfully it was non-cancerous, but I can relate, you know, and a lot of the information that I, I learned during that time, you know, we're able to have these conversations and kind of understand from a, a little deeper perspective, you know, not that I have all the answers because, you know, nobody does. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, those, that was definitely, you know, some of the struggles that I have gone through on my, my own personal health journey and career journey as well. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know when it comes, when it comes to entrepreneurship, like there are a lot of people struggling silently with their health. Mm-hmm. And the health part is actually important. I remember when I started out, I wasn't taking my sleep serious. So uh-huh. I, would, I would always stay up late and all of that, um, trying to get work done, studying, reading and all late nights and all of that. You know how social media says hustle, grind, mm-hmm. <laughs> do the work. But actually, all of that actually affects our productivity. Yeah, that's what it does. Absolutely, absolutely. It's funny uh, because we do think that we're going to get more accomplished by staying up late and just trying to really power through. But actually, scientifically, the opposite is really true because in that last stage of sleep, and actually can be like as short as 30 minutes of a deficit, that's where we, our body is actually preparing for the next day. You know, that's where we're regenerating for our, our next day's work, right? So yes. it, when you actually dive into sleep, <laughs> we want to fight it. But, you know, the truth is, the truth is, you know, some discipline and boundaries when it comes to our sleep. Hmm. Yeah, so I would definitely agree with you there. Thank, thank you so much for sharing all of those challenges and all. I'm sure there are a lot of people that would definitely connect with the fact that, hey, not like a lot of entrepreneurs, they are actually struggling with their health. And health is actually the foundation for a thriving business, for chasing your purpose. How can you chase purpose if your health is not in place, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's a lot of different there's a lot of different components to that topic, you know. And and I would even expand that to uh, people who are not entrepreneurs because at least if you're an entrepreneur, you can take measures to implement the boundaries that you need to thrive in your health, right? Yes. And so. That's, that's one aspect of it. But when you're actually employed by someone else, sometimes it's really difficult because now with this age, you know, what I, what I see hmm. so often is that with this age, because we have the internet, because we have cell phones, because we can do everything from home, it's a blessing and a curse because we don't have that start and end time. Hmm even when you're employed by someone else, right? And so a lot of people fear for losing their jobs if they don't, if they don't 
push all the way and they don't if they don't do every single thing that their boss or superior asks for you know they they feel like they actually don't have control over that when really we do you know and that's when we get into the hard questions that as entrepreneurs and as as you know something for employers to take into consideration is how the demands of what you're trying to accomplish are affecting the people in your organization and then also your clients and then your family. And then of course, we always think of ourselves last, right? Yeah. <laughs> when it actually should be the other way around. So, so there's, there's, you know, there's the mental clarity and the mindset aspect. Right? If you are stressed and and putting so much pressure on yourself mm-hmm. or getting so much unnecessary pressure from an outside source day in and day out, day in and day out, that really wears on you. And it and then what happens is it, it dulls your mind, right? It it decreases your productivity. Yeah. And it reduces your quality of life hmm. and we start to get backwards this idea that we're we're working so hard so that we can have a life we enjoy hmm. right but then if we don't have the proper uh, checks and balance then we're actually just struggling through life and then the little time that we do have to ourselves we can't do anything right our kids are like can you play with me can you read me a book and you're like, no, I can't. <laughs> you know, I can't right now. Oh, um, you know, let's make a special dinner. Oh, let's just get takeout. <laughs> wow. You know, and oh, let's get up and let's do a workout. Let's move our body. And then you just, you know, it it really can can just make all of these other things that make you whole feel impossible. You know, and and what I love and I love, I love, love, love the idea of neuroscience, you know, which really tells us that we do have more control than we think we do. I like to, I like to reference to Dr. Caroline Leaf a lot. And I also actually have a neuroscientist talking on, um, on the UBOSS summit that's happening next week too, which is really exciting. I can't wait to hear what she has to say. But literally, the science of our brain tells us that we can actually rewire our brain. And some of that responsibility is ours, right? So we have the amygdala, which pretty much is the doorkeeper of your brain, right? It says, okay, this thought, yes, you can come in. That thought, no, you can't, Hmm. right? And then it tells, it basically tells, you know, your hypothalamus and your pituitary gland what to do, like what to carry out. And Mm. it it tells, it tells them which chemicals to release in your body, right? So if everything's great and you let in all the awesomeness into your head, all of the positive affirmations, all of the the good things, then your body is going to just be getting showered with the endorphins, right? And serotonin and all of feel good hormones. But if you're constantly letting in, and some of it we can't help, but a lot of it we we have responsibility for, 
if we let the negative things actually ruminate in our brain, then our body gets showered with the not a, the um, you know all of the stress hormones, like especially the cortisol is a big one, right? And then epinephrine and all of that negative negative uh, shower of hormones. And and what happens when that happens is that your body reacts accordingly. Hmm. True. So that's why the things that actually start in our brain, whether they're they're real situations or imaginary situations, like for example, if we're anticipating the worst of a situation and we let ourselves kind of stay in that mode and and just imagine what's the worst possible thing that could happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> My boss is gonna fire me and then I'm gonna have, you know, no house, no food, no nothing, right? Yes. Then that's what all those stress hormones are affecting every single organ in your body and all the processes of the body. So when you hear about this mind-body connection, it's real. I know we've, we've overheard it, but it really is real. And the science behind that is that we can actually reprogram our brain, but we have to be very, very aware of what's going in, what we're gonna let come in, and what we're gonna say, you know what, I reject that thought. You know, of course it's easier said than done, but that, you know, starting with the mindset is a big, big part of it. Hmm, like, and then, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so when, and that affects your physical health and your energy. And one of the things I hear so much is, I have no energy. Right? The energy is so tough because the stress can take it all down. You can have good intentions to eat a clean diet. You can have good intentions to move your body and exercise. You can have good intentions, but if stress takes over constantly, then that will wipe out your will mm, to, to do those things. And it, it's like a vicious cycle, right? Because exercise and good nutrition help your body function well. Mm. And if you can't get to that stage, then it's really tough, you know? It really is tough. It's it's funny you're talking about mindsets, um, exercising, and all. I, I, what are some of your personal health habits and mindset that has helped your business so far and your personal life? Well, there's a lot, you know. Of course, in my uh, live free and fabulous talk, I kind of go over this: how to reframe your mind uh, surrounding surrounding nutrition, exercise, and nutrition, exercise, and uh, stress management, right? And actually taking taking what might naturally come to your mind and literally flipping it right to the positive so like oh my gosh i have to exercise no i don't want to i don't want to do that and flip it into say the reason i exercise you know or why do i exercise i exercise to lose weight and then flipping it and saying no the reason i exercise is to improve my vitality to get the energy to you know, um, the longevity of my organs and to pump additional oxygen and positive endorphins to the rest of my body and go further into talking about like my own personal uh, reasons, my own personal whys 
for doing those things. So that is actually one thing that I do. I try and constantly remind myself, okay, what's the real reason? And when I'm trying to find the real reason for something and I ask myself a question, I gotta ask it more than once, right? So I ask myself the question and then I ask it, and this is this is kind of how I, I coach people too in the you uh, module that I work with people is, you're never really gonna get the real answer on the first time. <laughs> hmm. You usually have to ask the question a couple times, like, okay, I want to, I, you know, I want to exercise because I want to lose weight. Okay, do you, is that really gonna get you up out of your bed to work out? Is that the real reason that you want to work out? And then you ask again, okay, what's the real, you know, what's the real reason you want to work out? <laughs> you know, do you, why do you want to lose weight? Right. And then maybe the next answer is going to be, I want to lose weight so I can look good. Right. Yeah. And then you ask again, and then what's the real reason that you want to look good? Like what's behind that? Hmm. And then, you know, I've gotten so many different answers from, you know, even like going into, you know, I want my husband to accept me, you know, kind of things. I, yes. I've heard a lot of different reasons and, and a lot of times we, we're not even really fully aware of why we're doing what why we're, we're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, so, <laughs> so that's one thing I try and do, you know, I try and get to the root of everything, but yeah, honestly, the, the thing that has helped me the most, I'd say, you know, because you can go so far mm -hmm. in your own strength. But for me personally, when I get to the end of like, there's a wall, I can't do anymore. I can't say anymore. I can't change, you know, things I can't like, there's something paralyzing me. Mm -hmm. Then my, my most effective strategy is prayer and fasting, nutritional fasting. And you know, exercise for me is usually a part of that too. But that is what hands down, if you're going to ask me, like if I had to cut to the chase, yeah. you know, if somebody said, what's your shortcut, that's it. Surrender. You know, I've always, always gotten a breakthrough. You know, I've always, always gotten a breakthrough when I have taken myself through that process. I, 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 one thing I, I, I would say is I'm, I'm a spiritual person. I'm Christian mm -hmm. and I believe in the power of prayer. Fasting. I also believe in the power of fasting. You know, mm -hmm. what fasting does is it's, it makes your spirit sensitive. Like the way we are right now, everybody, Every, we're clouded. We're clouded with thoughts. Oh, what are we going to do next? We have to, do, to hit this appointment this time. We have to do this tax this time. We have to do that this time. Like We're like everywhere. We have so many on our neck and all. But the very moment we decide to consecrate yourself, to fast, mm -hmm. to deny your flesh of something, maybe fasting doesn't necessarily have to do with food. Fasting, mm -hmm. fasting. You can fast from social media. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you feel yep. 
social media is taking a toll on your emotional health, do a fast, a two-day fast, three-day fast from social media. You would feel different. Like you can't even imagine, like, wow. (laughs) Maybe you're addicted to TV. You love watching TV. You can't do without TV. Do a fast on that. What exactly it is that you can't do without. You're so addicted to it. That you can actually deny that for a while. So fasting doesn't necessarily have to do with food. With food, it's good, yes. But also, it can be with maybe you're, you're addicted to video games. Or you're addicted, like I said, TV, staring too much at TV or spending so much time on social media. Because social media feeds, look at, they call it Instagram feed, Facebook feed. They are feeding. (laughs) Wow, I never put that together. Yeah. It's, you see, it's called infinite scroll. They are feeding you with tons and tons and tons of content. Instagram is built around infinite scroll. Facebook is built. You can't finish looking at all the content. So you keep scrolling, keep scrolling. And you're feeding yourself with all those content. So, mm-hmm. like I always say, one another thing I, I also believe when it comes to mindset building is building your mind by reading books. So you spend people spend so much time on social media, but little to no time reading. They are feeding themselves. They are feeding themselves with social media, but they don't feed their mind. They don't feed their mind with books. They don't feed their spirit by reading the Bible. They don't do that. I I remember speaking with a coach. With um, she's a, a a mindset coach, and she during the there were some horrible stuffs happening on social media and I, I messaged her that period oh how you doing she was like she feels down I said why do you feel down she was like everything she's seen on social media is so horrible I was like oh my then shut it off like go off social media take a break don't keep mm-hmm. staring at it because she was like she couldn't do any work that day because of all the news she's seen on social media so mm-hmm. people are different the way people handle things are different some people can handle everything they're seeing on social media while some people it affects their productivity so yeah thank you so much for sharing all of those mindset and habits that you've used for your business prayer is super important nutritional fasting is super super important so let's dive into the topic of today personal health as a foundation for building your business and purpose Yeah, so I I touched on a few of these already just because I guess I can't help myself. Yes. (laughs) You know, when it it all definitely, you know, molds into, rolls into each other, you know, when we're talking about, you know, mental clarity and mindset, physical health and energy, right? Yes. And, you know, one of the things that I would argue that especially, you know, entrepreneurs and, and business owners, when they set out to to create something right more often than not they are setting out to create an impact right to mm-hmm. help 
people to matter, right? To have purpose. And really, when health is not the foundation of of what we get up and do every day, it really does take away from the result, right? It limits your capacity mm. to reach more people. Now, especially with online, especially with online coaching and online programs and things like that, you know, I think that one of the main reasons that we we gravitate towards this social media as, you know, as wonderful and as poisonous as it can be is that it affords you the opportunity to reach more people. Hmm. Right? Yeah. And 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 create connections with more people in order to help more people. I would argue that that is one of the main reasons and when our health and our foundation is not the focus it makes it really difficult mm -hmm. to be able to number 1 have that clarity of mind to be able to separate you know, especially when you're a coach to be able to separate your your problems from your clients problems mm -hmm. and the world's problems so if you're not taking care of your health then it's impossible to do that and if it's impossible to do that then are you really able to effectively help your clients or your customers so I realize it's not just coaches we're talking to, any type of business, any type of customer, right? Or your employees, mm -hmm. right? So that health as the foundation is leaking down if you're not putting your health first. It's leaking down to everyone that you're supposed to be leading, everyone that's supposed to be looking to you for guidance and looking to you for that original purpose that you started your journey for. Oh, Right? When we yes. get caught up in not feeling well, right? And yeah. some of the things we, we can't help, right? Some of, some of the things are tough and some of the things we do have to navigate through, like I experienced, right? I didn't really have control over undiagnosed Lyme's disease, right? Mm. <laughs> so I didn't have control over that, right? Um, you'll be less productive, of course, right? You're gonna generate less income. And the income portion of it is can be motivating in some ways right but i would also argue that the reason that people want to make big money is not so they can just have big money and nice cars and nice houses i mean some people for sure right but i would say that for a lot of people when they go into starting their own their own business or their own movement or their own um 5013C, right? Their motivation is to give back. Philanthropy, right? Yes. Is to be able to to sow more <laughs> to others, right? To give more. And that's another thing that ends up being limited if we're pushing all of the boundaries, like you talked about earlier with uh, with you know the sleep, with the nutrition, because we think, oh no, this stuff is 
you know, I'm going to be fine, you know, until one day it's, it can be a little bit too late. Right. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So, you know, I always, I always go back to this one experience I, I had to, while I was, while I was managing one particular center, there was a gentleman and his name was, um, Brock and he was just amazing. Mm -hmm. He was just one of those guys that that you thought, wow, I don't know how he does it. He's successful. He has, you know, everybody, all of his relationships are in really good health, you know, has an awesome family. And you know, he's exercising. He's just like just this bright light, right? And he was like the guy that would come into the gym and be challenging me, like, hey, you can run faster than that, you know? just one of those contagious people. And he was about my age at the time. He was 30 years old and he passed away completely suddenly. You know, he had been at, he had, you know, he had been at the doctor and they gave him a, like a clean bill of health. And the last time I saw him, he said, this is the best I've felt in a long time. You know, it, well, in a long time for him was like two weeks. Um, and he had run seven miles. And then that weekend, we all went home and then, you know, we got the call over the weekend and it was heartbreaking for the community and of course his, his family. And the story that really stuck with me was that one of his last conversations he had with, with one of his friends that was shared, this is a third person, um, you know, story now at this point was, that he said, you know what? My life is perfect. And I don't know how, too many people that would, you know, profess my life is perfect just the way it is. Yeah. But when that rings in my ears, it leads me to believe that it was the quality of his life that was really great for him, hmm. you know? the moments that were happening right now. And so as much as, as when you're talking to health and nutrition coaches, they're gonna talk about longevity and all that and weight loss and everything. But when you get to the root of it, like we're talking about the quality of people's lives and whether it's you're, you're only in charge of yourself or you actually have authority over other employees and you play a direct effect in their quality of life, um, we all have that personal responsibility to take care of our own personal health. Yes, that's true. And I, you know, just as being a witness to, you know, to him, I really believe that part of his legacy and part of his statement of, of him saying that he has had a perfect life and that he had this quality of life tells me that his foundation for health really played a big part in that, you know, and we have to realize that right now is what matters. So if you're in a situation where you're just constantly in burnout mode, you know, you're going to miss it. And that's when we have to decide as entrepreneurs and as leaders, if, if you're leading a, a business or an organization, you have to be the responsible one and be able yeah. to put in those you know, help people put in those work-life balance boundaries and not be the one pushing them because it's, it, 
encroaches on people's lives, it encroaches on their health, and you know, know. It, it's got to be kind of a team, a team thing. You know, I, I believe that we have that responsibility to take care of our own health and put up our own boundaries. But I also think as business owners and businesses, you know, not only is it your responsibility to help create that environment mm -hmm. um, to make it easier for people to take responsibility for their own health, but also to, you know, look out for the health of your company, right? It's proven that, you know, the healthier your employees are, the more productive they are, right? The more productive, the more productive they are, the better your company is going to run. The, you know, the more productivity, the more outcomes, the more purpose, you know, the more actually achieving the purpose that you started, that you started with and intended with is more probable. You know, if you take that all into consideration, right? You're gonna help more people, you're gonna, you're gonna do more, it's just one way that we can directly impact our own lives and other people's lives. And I may have been, <laughs> I may have steered off a little bit there, but it's just so, you know, it's so important, you know, especially in this new economy when we're, you know, we're talking about in many cases, you know, it's not always a nine to five anymore. And especially right now, a lot of people are working from home, you know, is like that it's hard to keep things straight when you have so much time flexibility, mm. right? Yeah. Yeah, and so, so to to speak to, you know, your forte of, you know, accessing the online world of, you know, creating business through the online world, it's really, it really is a great thing because it can help in so many ways in those things that I just mentioned. But at the same time, you know, we need to continue to be mindful. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. You you didn't start off because it's really important that your team your team is also healthy. Because if your team is not healthy, how would they run how would your company how would they run your company? Would they have like like how would they get the 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 strength to properly run your organization, your company? So mm -hmm. the personal health of your team members is also as important as your own personal health. Thank you so much. Absolutely. For sharing that. So I, uh, I saw that you have a summit coming up. Can you share a little bit about that? Can you share about that? I yes. do. Yes, I'm really excited about this summit. So it's called the UBOSS Experience Summit. Um, and that's going to be a live two-day summit on Saturday and Sunday, the 27th and the 28th. And then it's also going to extend through the week and cap off on July 4th. And we have over 20 speakers. And wow. what, what we're going to be sharing in there is, in essence, to help with this current situation that we're all navigating, right? I... I I, I would say that right now um, in my conversations and what I'm hearing from people and, and clients are that, you know, we kind of got thrust into like a whole new environment uh, for a lot of us. Mm -hmm. And some of us have lost a little bit of our footing, right? And so this, this summit is really about 
rediscovering your sense of self. Mm-hmm. And so we have speakers, you know, we have everything from neuroscientists to homeschoolers to um, nutrition specialists to, you know, we, we have really a lot of different topics that will touch on some of the different things that we're experiencing and how we can actually practically implement actionable steps to help us through through the experience, but not only that, help us to rediscovering ourselves, right? Right now is kind of an opportunity for, you know, for some people they're, we're more busy right now, but for some, this is actually a chance to catch your breath and say, you know, I lost my way. I lost my way, not for very long, but I need to find it again, you know, and really just reestablish who they are, what they're standing for, how they want to move forward, what their purpose is, and what to implement in order to move towards that. So how can people join the summit? Well, you can just go to youbossexperience.com and that will lead you right to an Eventbrite page where you can actually read everything. You can read everybody's bio. You can read the description of everything that they're going to be sharing on. Also, also the schedule. So you'll be able to see what time everything is happening and it has all the information there. It's actually, it's actually a lot of information, but it's, it's really nice. It's really nice. The group of women are mm-hmm. excellent at what, what they do. And I really, I can't wait to, to learn from them. You know, it's really is an opportunity to learn, to continue to learn. And as, as you mentioned uh, in my introduction, as I really do believe in constant self-development because I think that we're ever changing, right? And so um, you don't just get to know yourself once at 25 and say, I'm not a teenager anymore. I, now I know myself, I'm 25. But as you go through the different stages in, in life, right? You're, you know, you're, everybody's of course journey is different, but you go from, you know, in my case, being a starving artist and college and, you know, then going into kind of my nomadic stage where I was just traveling and doing where whatever I wanted to do and then becoming a mother, right? And then becoming a, a profession, professional and every single stage requires something different of you. And if we don't ever slow down to, to remember our roots, and then it's it's easy to just just not be as confident, not be as effective in what you know our day to day and what were our actual purposes. Because there's so much noise, like you said, you know, between social media, between all of the things on our to do list. It's you know you can get to the end of the day and not even have thought about yourself once. Hmm. You know. Maybe, you know, some people even forget to eat. They're so busy. Yeah. That's not not uncommon. You know, so this is really a chance to, uh, to emerge, you know, to, to really kind of emerge into this new season with confidence and resilience and actually some excitement, you know, so much fear has been, been, you know, going around everywhere, you know, between the news and, 
conversations, you know, there's been a heavy load of fear placed on us. And so this is just going to be a place to refresh and renew and connect with so many other people, other women that that are can relate to you and that maybe you can even walk together with. So we're excited about it. Wow, thank you so much. I'm going to link to the UBoss Summit, the UBoss Experience com i'm gonna put the link in the description box wherever you're listening to this what other how can people join your program how can they reach you online as a personal coach to help them my website is very simple it's just my name christine and you can always just shoot me an email and I will answer you back personally. And then we can actually get on a phone call and just kind of talk things out and see what might be right for you. There's never any pressure on, you know, whenever I have a conversation with, with anybody, there's never any, any pressure for, um, you know, I'm not driven by sales. I'm driven by helping people. And so we'll either, you know, find the right path working together, or I can refer you to someone else or another resource. Thank you so much, Kristen. It has been, it it's really has been awesome having you on this podcast. Thank you so much for sharing all of that amazing value on how you, we should take our personal health seriously because it is truly the foundation of our business. Thank you so much, Kristen. So if you want to reach her, you can go to her website, her website, her social media links, Everything will be linked in the description box wherever you're listening to this episode. Thank you so much for joining this episode. And also, don't forget if you you can go get the Knowledge Into Cash guide. If you're looking towards turning your knowledge into cash, you can go to knowledgeintocash.com. It's a free guide that you can download and implement right away. Thank you, Christine. Thank you so much. This was really great.